0: This is the Deering Acting Studio Podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting.
1: All right, I am Matthew Deering here with Joey Sweeney, Brian Sweeney, and Shay Topol. How's it going, Shay Topol?
2: It's going great. How are you guys doing?
1: Uh, you know, we're killing it over here. We're um, just hanging out with the Sweeney boys. Sweeney boys, awesome. what's, what's up? Nothing much, just crushing the day. So so let's talk about how you crushed the day, Brian. What did you you do today?
3: Today has been awesome. Um, We have our master class this weekend, so I got to rehearse with my partner, and we made a lot of discoveries over here at the uh, studio as we were rehearsing. And then we got a lot done preparing for our Valleywood movie camp coming up here in uh, just one week. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, big round of applause for that. So, so yeah. So we were we were about to do this podcast, and we, we were missing Shay because she didn't come in.
2: <laughs> oh
1: so we thought we we thought we'd call her in on the podcast. So Shay, what are you up to right now?
2: Well, um, we just my husband and I went and picked up our brand spanking new um, Australian Shepherd puppy today. So she's, yeah, she's doing, she's doing great. She wants to be in everyone's lap right now. Oh, that's fun.
1: How, how small is she? She's,
2: she's way. So we saw her a month ago when we originally decided that we were going to take her home before she was able to come home with us. And she was a baby and she's probably, uh, double that size now. So she's going to be a big dog. <laughs> so let me get this For straight.
3: Sure. You you scouted out your dog ahead of time. <laughs> like yes, how, do, yes. how does so, that work?
2: What's so cool is this this lady, and as soon as I figure out the name, the next time I'm on the podcast, I'll totally give her a shout out because she's so super awesome. And she rescues um she gets like two litters a year and she rescues these dogs. She lives out um like way, way deep into the reservation in Scottsdale. And she takes in these litters, and she takes care of them and fosters them, and then she adopts them out to families. Um, And it was like this huge process where we had to do phone interviews, and they had to do a home check, and um, these dogs were found abandoned on the Indian Reservation, and she takes care of them and homes them until she can find good homes, and she's this awesome lady who just does this out of the, the love in her heart, and so we... So we had to, yeah. We kind of went and picked her out, and then um, she had to get all her shots and.
1: That's and amazing. Get hey Shay, what yeah. what did, what did we name the dog? <clears throat>
2: the name is Blue.
1: Blue. Blue. Ah. Blue. That's so Blue. cute. So so, thing, so just so you yeah. know, all the all the Deering students are going to be wondering when are they going to get to see the
2: yeah. dog. I know. I know. I think I don't. I might. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll bring her in on Monday. Um. To. To have her come see everybody or maybe maybe if if my husband lets me i'll bring her in tomorrow Ooh. i don't know maybe a little overwhelming but
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I i vote yes well, on hey. that shay i think so that that's a smart have... decision
2: okay well i have a question i don't joey i don't know if you would be familiar but maybe matt and brian are you guys familiar with the band foreigner by any chance
1: foreigner no nope i have foreigner. no clue so, they, don't, they don't sound local yeah
2: I I well I mean it's I it's one of those bands that like you'd play a song and you'd go oh I know that song but you wouldn't know the band and why don't you so sing it for lady, us and then
1: we'll, we'll maybe we'll know it
2: I I honestly I don't know that's what Jake said I haven't listened to anything okay so but Jake was like okay. I know a couple of the songs so this lady named the entire litter after the Foreigner band so she named the litter Foreigner and. That's where sure. all the dog names came from. So mine was Blue Morning, which I guess is a song. Um, that foreigner created it. it's it's hysterical, you guys. It's too much. I, I am in dog heaven right
1: now. Well, well, that's very cute, Shay. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. We're Thank gonna you. let you go for You're the welcome. day and go get back to your your dog and your husband. Okay. But we just thought we right. uh, we just thought we'd prove to you that we were actually going to have you on the podcast today.
0: Even though you so didn't fun.
2: want to. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank bye. Thank you. I she, <laughs> she was still
1: talking and we definitely cut her off. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so Joey, um, why, why don't you talk a little bit today? Cause we, we ran into some struggles here with even the, uh, the VO stuff or the, the microphones here. And I felt like you, ca- you overcame some things today.
0: Oh, I, I overcame a lot of, uh, struggle today actually. Um, It was such a blessing to be here and have you around today because I was just fighting one of the battles I've fought since I was younger, which is my defensiveness. So it actually happened right when I came in the door. Um, I was just being weirdly defensive to Brian when he was trying to help me. and, And then throughout the day, it just sort of stuck around and stuck around in different conversations I was having. And that's not an attractive feature to have and it's something that I know that I have and I know that I have to fight every day. So with our podcast and this new equipment we've got, um, I, (laughs) I was getting sound and I was super happy about it, but I wasn't looking into the fact that it wasn't perfect yet. And not everything needs to be perfect right away, but you also have to acknowledge that like, hey... This isn't where we want it to be or needed to be, but it's cool that we got it running. While it, now, let's go to the next step. I ju- I just was content with where I was at, which is never a good mindset to have.
1: So so let's talk about the demon here that you're mentioning. Um, so so what is that if you were to define that?
0: Oh man, it, a lot of people define it as the darkness. I define it as the devil. Um, but, but
1: but but this one particular for you, like this, you you said this is uh this is this thing. And, and you're, you're calling it defensiveness. Like, what what do you think is at its core?
0: At its core is uh, selfishness and just wanting to have approval and be right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I would say that's definitely. Brian, is huge that something
1: you've it. seen or experienced on on your side?
3: I big time experience the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and for me, I call it pride. That's just my pride demon. Uh, it, cause every so you thing,
1: have the same thing going
3: on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All the time. Um, it manifests in different ways. Uh, I love praise all the time. Like even I, I would say that's why I started out in acting was I just wanted the attention, you know, I wanted to be the center of attention and have people talking about me and some of my, well, most of my public speaking, even in the beginning was just the same way. And so like, I'm trying my hardest now to be super aware of, okay, am I doing this right now to serve other people and serve God? Or am I doing this because I want the attention or I want the recognition or whatever? Um, And so I've defined it for me as a pride demon uh, because at the core of it, it's me wanting that acceptance from other people. And it can turn into to that uh, and sometimes is defensiveness for me as well because I want to I look really good in front of you. I want to look like I know everything or that I have it all together uh, instead of just showing you completely who I am in that moment and serving you to the best of my ability where I'm at right then.
1: So if you, if you two have this thing going on, I have to imagine that Masterclass can't be an easy experience necessarily.
0: It's not <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, I, I love Masterclass. It is one of my favorite things to do. In fact, sitting out a month was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do because seeing the other people grow and transform through their scenes, I was like, ah, I miss that. Like I need to be back in that room. But um, every time that I get on stage, I have to fight the fight of we're doing this for the better of me and it's going to be a grind. It's going to be hard. We're going to, we're going to run the same line 112 times until I say it right. And then we're going to run it again so I can say it right twice in a row. And um, that's part of what makes it so great. But, yeah, it's, it's it's a struggle as well. So
1: so what goes on in your head then when, when we're doing that repetition? Um, where, where are you at or where were you at? this last time through class, just, uh, was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where was your head at yesterday when we're going through it so many times? What, where do you think, what do you think was going on in your mind?
0: Honestly, I was dealing this with the same sort of demon in that way where I was like, why am I not good enough to be on this stage right now? Cause I'm not getting it. And we sort of talked about in my end critique, but, um, I was frustrated Because we kept having to run it over and over again, the same line, and I couldn't quite hit it, and I didn't quite hear it. But I was even more frustrated that I couldn't hear it or hit it, and I was frustrated actually. But what you were trying to get me to play was frustrated, and I was already frustrated. (laughs) So that was like this catch-22 to me where I was like, bro, I am frustrated right now in real life, and I can't play frustrated on stage (laughs) when I'm frustrated. It was just really annoying me uh, yesterday. So
1: um, do you think that that came from something similar to what Brian's talking about, where you you have a desire to look good, like a desire to look good in front of other people, and so maybe you were feeling like you weren't looking good? Absolutely, 100%. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think uh, I, I it comes from that place, and it comes from, like, seeing – are my teammates performing? perform and f- feeling like they do way, way better than me, 10 X better than me, no matter how much longer, uh, they've been doing it or not. I just see that as like, Oh, well they're my team and I need to be performing to their level as well because it means something to be on our team.
1: Okay. Yeah. What about you, Brian? What was your experience in masterclass?
3: Um, for this last time it was not a great experience for me. Um, because I definitely let the bride come out. Um, so the last time, because I'm continuing this play and we're getting ready to put it up in August, and then as a as a teacher, I think I let all the pressure of having not been here all this last month, and then showing up, and it's like this is what the students are seeing of me, you know, get into my head a little bit, um, like, like expecting and wanting them to see this great scene because they've uh, several of them have seen me do the scene before; they just saw me do it with a different actress. Right. And so you come in and then you started giving me some direction. And part of it was I had some general confusion and, and trying to understand how to take the direction and really apply it. But then another piece of it was just like me not wanting to stop and, and just let go and just give into that direction completely. And so I even caught myself and felt my stage, self on stage doing that. And then I was like, I had to release that. And then started to to take the direction. And I felt it. And then in the rehearsal today, that direction was like, it, it opened up like a hundred doors. Where it was just like, oh, that's awesome. And I see this now. And I see that now. And I had the ability to have had that happen right on stage. But instead, uh, because of that pride, I didn't let that happen. And uh, and that just doesn't help anybody.
1: Well, and here's what's, here's what's interesting too is because... That's a great point, Brian. So you said you could have had that moment on the stage. And then had you had it, we could have moved forward and you would have gotten another critique. You Because mm-hmm. here's the problem. like you, you went into rehearsal and I don't know what happened in rehearsal. And I'm sure it's better. It's b- building on what we talked about. But all that does is it opens up another thing, right? Right. So then you have to frame your mind by thinking, oh, okay, I've leveled up. I can expect to hit another roadblock. And when I do, we're going to fix that thing, and, and that's why I always say you earn the critique. Mm-hmm. So if you get to a place where you earn it, it's like, oh, that's you know, you to to start saying yes to that and getting excited about that is an interesting thing. Um, and and I would just apply that to you too, Joey. So that's that's the thing on on your end where, if if you were to have gotten there, you just think about how much further you would have been able to to go, and 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 one of the things too, you guys know I say this a lot, but, um. I believe one of the most powerful things you can do is actually just be confused. Just admit, mm-hmm. hey, I don't understand what you're saying right now. Like it's not computing. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And uh and, and then it's and then it, it just opens up like it, it relieves everything. Cause if that's how you're really feeling, but you hide it, then you're you're being a fake self. And so essentially you're sort of lying. Like you're yeah. kind of pretending like you understand, but you don't. And so then you're going to run into the same roadblock because you actually didn't understand the direction. And by the way, I, that would be something that I would take on me where I think, oh, okay, I didn't explain this well enough for you to get it. Let me rewind and see if I can repeat it in a new way that would help you understand because I'm not – I'm just trying to make you better. That's all I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and I'll tell you something else. It's, it's crazy. So, Joey, going back to you, you talked about the team. This is the, and this this is how I know it's the demon, because you say certain things, but then you don't. It's like you don't remember everyone else's performance, and then and then if you would go back and watch it, you'd think like, oh, even the people on our team get stopped and stopped and stopped mm-hmm. and stopped and stopped and stopped and stopped, and and it's not just you. But when you're the one on stage for some reason, it feels like uh, it's just me. But when you're watching everyone else, it's like you get it, right? You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, I see it. You know, it's, it's, it's correct. But then when it's you, you want to attack yourself. Yeah. And so so that would be the thing to to one of the things you can recognize as maybe being that and start saying no to it.
0: Absolutely.
3: And I would say it's, it is something that you just uh, have to always be aware of, you know? Because um, for me, again, this last time, it really, uh, the new manifestation point for me was knowing that we've got this play coming up in August, right? And there's this that was there's pressure from that too that really fueled it. And because uh, I felt I did I didn't feel it in the same way I, I did months ago with with masterclass and worrying about as much what the what students felt in that way. It was a new kind of worry. And as you keep doing new things, there right. will be new worries that come along with it, right? But that same struggle never goes away. And so I think it's just so important to just, and it's different for everybody, to just identify what is that thing. Yeah. So that you know it and you're constantly battling against it. You're constantly doing affirmations. You're constantly praying against it. You're aware of it. And the moment someone points it out, you're like, yeah, thank you so much for pointing that out. I I appreciate that. And that's like the only way that I can think of battling it. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent and and to breathe through it and be honest when you when it comes up so instead of just jumping to one answer or Freaking out instead you just take a breath when you feel that Coming and you're like, yeah, that's where I'm at. Please help me Because the people around you will help you if you tell them that but you have to be honest and vocal about it
1: Yeah, you know Jay talked about something similar to what you're saying during his at the end of his critique and because he's he just auditioned for a musical Mm. And it wasn't that long ago that he told me, he's like, I'll never sing in public. That's something I won't do. (laughs) but I've been taking lessons for four years. And so the first thing I said was, well, you know, I'm going to make you sing in public then just because that's what you're afraid of. That's what I'm going to do. And he's like, all right, I get that. (laughs) But then someone else told him something similar, like, hey, why are you doing this? And he finally just came to, hey, I've got to put this up. I've got to see what I can do. So he auditions for this thing. Now he's got a callback. Well, he was nervous for the audition. He's more nervous for the callback. He's mm-hmm. going to be more nervous if he gets the job and has to go to opening night. Yeah. He'll be more nervous if we all show up you know, <laughs> on, on <laughs> one of the shows. Yeah. So the nerves, they, they were, they're going to keep going, to your point, right? And so, so you, have to get, you have to understand that and get used to it and then be okay with it. Uh, and then take Jay scene. You were in the room, right, Joey? Yeah. So they got all the way through, right? Mm-hmm. And it was very good. They've been working on that scene for a while. Six months. But then what do we do? We backed up and I was able to just take one chunk and we we were able to work that for 20 minutes, just, just a couple sentences. And, and Jay had a whole new light bulb moment where he's like, wow, we were really good. And then he goes, oh my gosh, I've been missing the script. And I'm like, yeah. So the point is I could have stopped them at any time and worked on something, but I've always got like a, an idea of what I want people to learn in the scene. And the very first thing is to make sure you're getting off on the right foot. So if you're not starting right, I just know what's going to happen is you're not. There's no way you can end right if you don't start right. So at minimum, we have to start right. Then we can add different technicalities and whatnot to it. Um, So that's another. It's just another assumption where, if you ask yourself this question in life, the person who's talking to me, who's who's giving me this feedback, do they love me? Do they care about me? Do they? Are they trying to hurt me? Do I believe that they're trying to embarrass me? If not, why am I letting that be the feeling I experience? Because I if I ask myself the question, I know what's the truth. And the the, the evil one doesn't he's not a, he's not allowed to speak truth to you. So if you know the truth, you ask your you, you're brave enough to ask the question, you come up with no, that's not true. Then you go, Oh, this must be wrong. And then you can fight that thing. Yeah. And, you know, that's what, this, that's what this podcast is all about. It's, it's like that's how life connects so deeply into the acting is I always say you can't really fix the, the actor without fixing the person because, you know, they're, they're, they're two in the same. So whatever your bad habits are on the stage, they're going to come out in life, and you have to work on that thing in life or it's going to keep coming up in your acting. And then what's so cool is then we can use these techniques – to help people in life as well, which mm-hmm. which you both are a part of doing here, by the way, and um, and very actively doing. So, uh, you know, I thank you for that as well.
0: I mean, it's it's a pleasure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this was uh, this was awesome. So, thank you, Joey, for getting this whole thing going. This sounds great. Yeah, it appreciate does. all your hard work.
0: I wouldn't have done it uh, without someone telling me it wasn't good enough the first time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it was just, it, it was just, there was, there was room for improvement. But you know what? You, you killed it. And this sounds really good. And I, I appreciate you. I love you. And uh, hey, we just did our podcast. Thanks so much.
2: Thank you very much.